Welcome to Movie Heaven, Movie Hell with me, Simon Aiken. I'm uh, flying solo on this one. Uh, with no Keith this time. Uh, but I am joined by uh, screenwriter Antonia Maguire uh, to talk about the, um, well, the books and comics of Star Wars. What used to be known as the uh, Extended Universe, but... Uh, since uh, Disney bought Star Wars, uh, is now known as Legends. So, uh, welcome to the show. Hello. So, um, when did you get into the uh, Extended Universe? What was your first book? It was the Timothy Zane books, the Earth, the Empire trilogy, which was like mid-90s. Yeah, this is um, the same books I got into. Yeah. Because I think they were the starting point for everyone because the licensing had been given by Lucas or to make these books, which I think they were just given free reign to write about what they wanted, and it's, you know, because it wouldn't affect the originals. And it was, you know, there would been an outcry for them to have more books done. And I think that set the trend because there were so many books that happened to afterwards, like Blade Runner, and obviously I think Indiana Jones. There were so many things that carried on in book form. I think even Star Trek. Oh, you know. Star Trek for a long time uh, had books uh, written about the sort of further adventures of Kirk and then Picard and Deep Space Nine Voyager. Yeah. Every sort of series had uh, had its own series of uh, novelizations. Mm. Uh, the only one that hasn't had it yet is uh, the new Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, it seems with any sort of successful franchise, there's also a, um, you know, a lot of books come out of it, sort yeah. of continuing the adventures. Also, people are just generally interested and they want to know what happens. And I mean, especially with Star Wars, basically, we all read them because we wanted to know, you know, the further adventures and what happens to these characters. Because, you know, even though they're fairy tale adventures and it was all like close up and neatly packaged, obviously. In this massive universe, you want to know what carried on with them, sort of thing. And this was before the prequels and all the other stuff that carried on. Because I think, um, but after the prequels came out, George Lucas didn't let them write anything about during the period of Anakin Skywalker, because that was his little thing yeah. that he could do. Yeah. So there was a lot of ambiguity in the books because there's a massive bit of information that you never found out and it was never revealed. I mean, I think there was one of the books. Um, sorry, I can't name the name. Where Luke Skywalker goes looking for his mum. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I was, think that one was... Was that the Black Fleet, Black Fleet trilogy? Yeah. Well, yeah. And it all it all came to nothing, really, because, you know, it was all a wild goose chase on a certain character's part to get him on the go, to go and help her do something. But, yeah, that was probably the only thing I remember reading in the books that actually, you know said anything about that that time period which they weren't allowed to talk about yeah i think um i did read those books and mm. that was um before the prequel was announced mm. so i don't know i mean we weren't there but uh, lucas was very much um he would have it have the say on what was being released and what wasn't mm. what would get the official star wars trademark so um, he might have said not to, you know, to play down the mother part mm. because um, 
it's one of those weird things that in the original trilogy um, it doesn't quite line up to the prequels yeah, let's not go there. Okay. Whole, but, no, but I mean, when it came to the books, you know, anything that they wrote about the past wouldn't make sense once, like, the prequels came out. Yeah. So whatever Luke found out about his mother mm. in those books, nothing to do with yeah. what was official canon with yeah. Uh, Padme. Yeah. I mean, I think after that I read quite a few. In the shop today to think how many actually read, but it was just this whole... It was just interest because you wanted to know what happened, and I mean, so I read the Timothy Zane, Kevin J. Anderson, um, was it Courtship and Prince Leia, the Truth of Beckera? Yeah, Truth of Beckera. Yeah. Beckera, and there was generally um, a few scattering of books that were really good between them. I mean, I had the whole timeline of them, and again, the thing I thought that made me stop reading a hell of a lot of them was that there wasn't a break in between the books with the characters because. You're given this whole universe, these amazing characters you've liked since you were a kid to write, to read and write about. And they kept stucking up all this time, so every six months something would happen. So I remember literally thinking when I was like 19 years old, thinking, my God, these people need a holiday. <laughs> because they, you know, their kids get kidnapped, they get, they get kidnapped. Something happens, these alien race comes, the Empire comes back as the Dark Empire, and Luke Skywalker turns to the dark side, and all manner of things that, you know, I think when you read them singularly it's okay but when you think collectively it's like my god this they've got to let them sit down and be alone for a bit yeah have some downtime go to a beach and i think even one of the stories they um they solo children and families go on a holiday to han solo's home planet and they get kidnapped <laughs> it's like oh my god <laughs> but yeah so um read quite a lot of those yeah. and the another problem i had with them was because they were all done by different authors so that was like my version of hell for them sometimes because they all had this, what they were trying to do with their storyline. So one storyline, Han Solo would be the Han Solo that you knew that was cool and quite cocky. The next one, he would be a general and he'd be very, you know, military. And then one storyline, Luke Skywalker could be very, you know, like a monk, very chill, very chill and cool. And then his son, he'd go back to being like the kid again. And it, it just, it didn't fit well because I think all, it's like when you watch a film and you're in a certain mood. Yeah. And then you watch it again, your mood becomes different again. So it's just these people that wrote the books, they had one particular like of the mood of the character and that's what they focused on. Yeah. And, I mean, and the other thing was that none of the stories had a frame of reference. I mean, the, the, the I think there's like seven main ones we said, like the, the Timothy Zane, Kevin yeah. Anderson, and a few of the earlier singular books. They all had mentions of them because they were quite, you know, they were the significant ones. But then as the universe kept getting bigger and bigger, they didn't reference themselves. It's like, you know, no one seemed to learn anything or yeah. the authors themselves didn't actually communicate with each other. Now, in the books, they um, extended the Skywalker and Solo family. Yeah, quite significantly. Uh, what was what was the differences between the in the books to... Uh, the films that we have. The films now? Yeah. Um, oh, God. There's so many differences because we're yet to figure out how they're going to play out what's happened in between. Like, I've read the new universe of it and they they do play it out differently. The whole, how this the new order rises up and how in the um, 
the Legend universe, how they had the Dark Empire too, and how Palpatine had a clone. Yes. Which is like, that was great. It's like, it seemed really cool, you know. But it's just this new thing now. They, everything is wedged behind these films that they're doing, where in the extended universe, you could they could do whatever they wanted. They, but, they only killed yeah. off one main character. You know who that was? Who was that? Chewie. Oh. They, that, 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 that really hurt. Yeah. Because it was like, um, I don't even know how I found out the information to make me read the book, because, you know, this is not saying pre-internet, but internet wasn't the thing to go to. But I remember hearing about it and then thinking, I want to read the book, and then it actually happens and it's like, oh my God. Because, you know, you can't kill off the main characters. They killed off the main characters they introduced, but they never killed off the main main characters. But um, but my my point being the the family tree is different. So in mm. the films you only have um, Ben Solo, mm. but in the books um, the the children there was quite a lot of them because yeah. uh, Luke and, Mer- and Mara, Mara, Jade. Mara Jade got together and they mm. had a child. They had I think they had Ben Skywalker. Uh, that's right, Ben Skywalker. And this, there was um, Jason Solo. And Jenna Solo and Anakin Solo. So, um, so Han and Leah, it was a twins and a sibling. Yeah. Don't get me started what they do, those poor kids. It's just, yeah, it's the whole thing where it, you know, it becomes something completely different. I mean, like, it was, I mean, there are some good books, that's the thing. Like, I went yeah. further in and read the comics and I read the, you know, the young fiction version because... I just found them in the library one day when I was supposed to study. (laughs) (laughs) And they were such simple reads. And I thought, yeah, these are great. They were, like, very thin. You could read them in half an hour. They didn't really progress anywhere. They, I think Luke Skywalker makes cameos in them. Mm -hmm. And then then they, I think those those were published in a very short period of time. And then at the same time, the publication of the older children, of the solo children, happened. So it was very, like, wow, this is just, they just grow so fast. Yeah. I mean, um, everybody in the Skywalker Solo family all become Jedis. Yeah. Yeah. Except Leia, which is the thing that even now it's not really happened. Yeah, um, well, yes and no. I If anything, um, I remember in the comic books, Leia very much was like a, a Jedi. Ah, uh, but I, then in some... I mean, in some books, it was never addressed. She never did oh, right. do anything with it. There's like a scene, I remember, not a scene, part of a book when she's talking of another character where she said she just never felt the need to be a Jedi because it wasn't, you know, in it wasn't what she wanted to do. It's more Luke's thing. Right. Which is like, ah, oh, fair enough. We'll, we'll close that, that book, part of the book then. Yeah. I mean, um, I just remember in the Dark Empire books because um, cause Luke turns to the dark side. Yeah, and um, it's Leia who confronts him and turns him back. Yeah, and all all of this sort of um, was it in front of the Emperor's clone? Yeah, yeah. Which is like, well, cool. Yeah, because when you think about those books, I mean, mm. there were some decent baddies. There were some main baddies, but there was yeah. some, you know. Well, which one's the the best baddie? Uh, Fron. Yeah. I really like him. Like when they brought him forward to new films because he's very menacing. Like the whole in the Rebels universe they've done the the um in the cartoons. Cartoons. Yeah. 
he's got the perfect voice. You could like, yeah, I can actually imagine him having that voice. I mean, and then there was a few. I mean, none, none of them stood out very well. That was a thing. And I mean, they had Mara Jode, who was a baddie, who turned to a goodie. And then, you know, she um, shagged up with Luke Skywalker. <laughs> she was actually one of my least favourite characters because I always felt because the character that was introduced to her, there was going to be a love interest, but it was always very ambiguous. And then with other authors who wrote her character, it became very, she wasn't likeable or they tried too hard to make her you like her. Oh, right. Because it was always obvious that she was going to end up with Skywalker. So it was kind of pushed on you. Don't get me started on poor Luke Skywalker's love life in those books. <laughs> I mean, he, he fell in love with a ghost Jedi. Was, was it Callista? I don't remember that one. That what was, was Children of the Jedi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right, she was, yeah. She, her spirit was in, in the yes. body of a ship. Yes, And then one right. of his students, when she sacrificed herself, she put herself in the body. And to do when she did that, she lost her it being in touch with the Force. And basically that kind of ruined the relationship. There was a book after that, <laughs> that continued that storyline on. Oh, okay. Because, you know, when she wakes up and, you know, they say it's Callista and yeah. she's not in touch with the Force and after that she goes a bit... You know, imagine you, you, you're a Jedi and you come back and you don't have the Force. It's the one thing you had. You're not going to be a happy bunny. Yeah. Yeah. So was she did turn, did she turn evil? Or? Well, she couldn't turn evil. She didn't have, a, she didn't have the Force. She, oh, right. she She's with that, what's it, the Jedi master Luke Skywalker and she didn't have the force and it, it felt a bit like oh man <laughs> you know uh, so I think her character was very it didn't lead her I think she has a mention in it another story you know I mean there were some really cool things like they kept some of the good the characters really well rounded in the from the films in the book like Lando Carizian yeah. he, remember he had his own little books that's right yeah yeah they were quite cool I really liked those yeah I mean, you read the Moss Eisley ones and the yes, Boba Fett ones and the Rogue ones, Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I really enjoyed um, this sort of... Um, they were anthology books. There was three of them. And they uh, mostly were written by Kevin J. Anderson. Mm. Uh, so the Moss Eisley one takes place around the time when Luke and Obi-Wan Kenobi turn up there. Mm. And so it's all about sort of all the little these um, supporting characters that are, um, you know, in the spaceport, and their stories sort of interconnect. And mm -hmm. so one character for one story would appear in another, and then you had Jabba's palace, which was um, takes place at the uh, palace just before uh, Luke and Leia t turn up and uh, you know tear things up. Mm. And again, it was again, it was the supporting character. So you know, you learnt more about the rancor keeper and the um, the droid that's um, being tortured and all that kind of stuff. All those sort of little things you saw in the film, they sort of expanded upon, mm. and uh, it was quite fun. As I say, it was it was very well done how it was interconnected. Um, yeah. I did read the Bounty Hunter one, but I can't remember much what happens. I think that was a bit more. Because the first two books um, were in just one area, mm. so it was either Moss Eisley or it was uh, Jabba's Palace, um, the Bounty Hunter ones was a bit more spread out, and so mm. I think it was not so good. But yeah, it was sort of, you know, you had Boba Fett and I IG-88 and uh, mm. 
Basque and all those kinds of guys. So, yeah, they've all got the sort of different stories. Mm. Did you read any of the Old Republic ones? Um, no, I didn't read uh, the books. I did read the comics. Yeah, well, they did more comics than books. I think they only did a few books, but mm. the comics that I read, and they were quite good. Yeah. Do you remember when they had the Jedi lightsabers where they were connected on the belts? Of, and it looked like, oh, they've kind of made it look like it's in the past because it's, you know, what is it, long time ago and the galaxy's too far, far away. So then it became a long, 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 long. <laughs> but they were quite good. Well, that's it, because they were all before, um, they were very much set in the past. So, yeah, because um, it had the introduction of the Seth, you remember the Seth came in? Yeah. And you had the two twins, you know when they found them and then she came back and her brother had turned to the dark side and then, then the Seth came, Seth, Seth, Seth. yeah, Seth, they came <laughs> and it was, um, yeah, that was really good. I mean, that, and you've, you've read Darth Plagueis, haven't you? Um, because um, that was, I actually, no, I've not read Darth Plagueis. No, I know there's, I know there's the book, but, yeah. uh, I mean, but as I say, my, my interest in it sort of died out after episode one. So the Darth Plagueis book, didn't come out until after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I mean, it's not the greatest piece of literature, but it is it's it is quite good. I mean, the whole thing with Supreme Leader Snoke in the new films, everyone's like, it's Darth Plagueis. And I was a bit like, yeah, it's Darth Plagueis. But then, no, it's not Darth Plagueis. But it was yeah. it was interesting because they, it, it does it's add more to a storyline you don't know, but now it's become legends, so it's a bit like... Yeah, it does But it's, it's, it's been said that they can't do anything with the part of the prequel story now they they lucas i think he must have said you can't do anything with this now that well, it has to sit there i mean that's why they ended the clone wars because that was his thing yeah i think I was, mean, it was due to do another series in the actual um cartoon animated series yeah i mean i don't know i mean when it comes to the prequels there are people who like them and it's you know it's part of the canon it, it tends to be like 12 years like my nephew which is it's a beautiful thing because in not to put it in the caliber of the films we grew up with but it's nice that they can watch it probably tune out in certain bits because i remember who was i i think i was talking to someone very much younger at me at work and they were talking about revenge of the seth and they were saying oh that was so much darker and so cool and then you kind of sit there and think my god that's just you 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 really don't understand it because it's not really dark, you know. Well, it, it's this weird thing where it was at the time it was a 12A, yeah. and it was the first time we had a Star Wars film that was a 12A. Before mm. up to that point, they all been used, yeah, including Attack of the Clones. Mm. So, uh, Revenge of the Sith was the first 12A, they killed younglings, they killed younglings, yeah. yeah. And yeah, the tone was dark, but um, the tone was all over the place. I mean, you mm. started off with very much like an adventure that you could have had in like uh, an Indiana Jones story mm. and they try and rescue um, uh, Chancellor Palpatine mm. but then after that it's it was just a uh, it, it's that thing you know, we've, we've spoken about it in, in another podcast about the prequels but it, it was all this building up to you know the birth of Darth Vader and when it came along, it was it was so badly done. Mm. I it know was, I it, know it was a homage to Frankenstein, but mm. it was it just didn't play very well. It was rushed. That was the thing. It was it was yeah. We, we weren't going there, but mm. that was like if if 
what I always thought was if the expanded universe, sorry, Legends universe could have been made more to do part of the prequels, there was so much, so much beautiful, cool stuff in those books that could have been placed to make Darth Vader, you know. When they had the Darth Vader books, there was um, there were some storylines in there that made him, you know, seem a lot more darker because he never did seem really quite dark. Okay, yes, he killed younglings, but it's like when they had the Rogue One film come out, you actually saw him doing something dark. Oh yeah, but yeah. It's just, there, there is still this sort of like lack of information about how thoroughly dark he was. Even as a kid, he scared the life out of you, you know, and Terry. Yeah, he was just really. This like you know scary figure and like in the legends universe they, um, they you you hear all these these they don't they don't say all the stories but well they don't have to because it's Darth Vader and it's like he's such a baddie, you know, and it, um, the other thing about in the new stories of Star Wars and the legends universe the way they handled like Luke and Leia coming out and saying who their parents was is handled very differently so mm. in the um, the story with Leia now for I forgot the name of the book. Oh, is it Uprising? Which one? The book. Uprising. So I'm gonna find it now. Yeah. You have to probably hear that bit out. Yes, I will. Yeah, when in Bloodline. Oh, Bloodline. Yeah, which I, I really do recommend because it's probably you know I've re I'm reading the aftermath books and there's a few more we've read from them. Where you know it's known that Luke and Leia are brother and sister, but in the storyline of the Legends universe, they say that you know their parent, their dad was Darth Vader, their brother and sister, their dad was Anakin Skywalker, famous Jedi, and it's it's not all right, but it's fine. But in the Bloodline storyline, it's held against her because she's a political figure and she's um, part of the Republic, and it's the information is released in order to sabotage her to sort of like, you know, all her support would be, you know, pulled down because she is the daughter of Darth Vader who did such wrong. And it's all very symbolic, like when they put up a statue of her um, adoptive father from Alderaan. Oh, right, so yeah. So it's like, yeah, she goes and puts a statue up and it's actually really good. Mm. And, yeah. So when they put a statue up of Jimmy Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a face. Yeah. Uh, Belle Argana. Yeah. Yeah. Bell. 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 Yeah. It is. This sounds really lame, but it is really hilarious when you read these books and you've got to say the names because you come up with the way it's said in your head, but then you think, "Am I saying it right?" Because of all these alien well, names. Well, do you remember in the Admiral Thrawn stories that you had uh, a clone of Luke Skywalker? Oh yeah, and they added the extra "you." Yeah, uh, so it's Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Which is makes... always funny reading it. Yeah, I think I just added Luke to. Like Luke 2. Luke 2, yeah. Yeah, it made it a bit easier. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean the Legends universe, it, it's it's really hard to recommend it to anyone now because you're kind of like saying, yeah, read this, it doesn't matter. But it, it feels like a, you know, a slight on the writers that did it because the books that were good, like... Yeah, well, I, I, I think it's... I don't know. I, I think they're worth reading. There's certain mm. ones worth reading. and yeah. There's certain terrible ones not worth reading. Yeah. And just think of it as like what could have been, mm. like it's a, um, you know, like what they did with the J.J. Abrams Star Trek films. Mm. So when the Romulans went back in time, um, 
they split the the timeline. So you had the original Trek stuff. So that still exists because you had Spock there, and then and so in this one, you know, you know, you've got the the films, and you've got the uh, the official canon, Mm. uh, and then you've got these. Hence why they're calling them legends. I'm reading this now. I just realised that was it the Ray. The Raven storyline, Raven storyline, that's Legends, but that's like a really good um, book to read. Well, yeah, that um, there's some books that's been based off the computer games. So yeah. Knights of the Old Republic, um, there's a, a character in it called Revan, mm. um, which uh, I don't know if, if anybody's played the game, but uh, it's it's a, it's a twist in there. It's about uh, you know originally it was a Sith Lord and then. Something happens, and you know, mm. it turns good. I mean, this—I mean, this is the thing with a lot of the stories in in Star Wars—is it's always about people turning from the good, the, the light side to the dark, and the dark side to the light. There's yeah. a lot of this sort of conversions going on, yeah. And that's very much what happens a lot in the in the books mm. and the in the films and on the computer games and <laughs> comic books and stuff but yeah there's very much uh characters who start off as villains and they'll become heroes and heroes who also then become villains mm. because like you said with uh what happens with the solo twins mm. one of them turns to the dark side oh yeah that's horrendous well i mean sorry spoiler um, the thing that really got me about the extended universe that really, you know, didn't want me to read them anymore, you know, because I carried on way before, way after you, was when the solo twins, um, Jason, he turns to dark side, but his storyline isn't, is, isn't that bad. He does it because he has a daughter with one of the witches from the courtship of Princess Leia. Yeah. Whose dad was the prince that was supposed to marry Princess Leia, but then she marries Han Solo because she really loves him. And... Um, so he has a child in secret and he's trying to protect the woman he loves and the child and the done thing is he turns to dark side don't you so he becomes a new Darth Vader with the same ambitions to you know save the universe save the woman he loves save his child yeah and he does the was it the new empire too there was he always have to bring it back and his sister kills him and it's done so cruelly and so you know just done and even at the end when she kills him, and he, he does sort of like apologise, I think, at the end when, as he's dying, it's like, it's it's so badly done. I mean, there's actually someone's done a YouTube video, you know, those lovely actors, they react it and they've put their heart and soul in it. And the acting's so shocking, but at least they've done it. But even watching that, you're like, yeah, it's really crappy what they did. Because it's just ticking a box to say this is what happens to the, mm. you know. But yeah, that's probably one of my least favourites. I think that's the... Is it the Legacy Trilogy? Uh, I don't know. I just, as I say, I got to a point where yeah. I, I stopped. You can Kydus. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was... That's kind of just sat there. So I've, I've soldiered on through some of the other storylines, but now I'm done. <laughs> and luckily after that, they started, you know, doing... I think they, they obviously keep publishing things, but there was never going to be as much as there was after that because... You know, they killed off a lot of the characters. I think in that storyline, they killed Luke Skywalker's wife. Because oh, okay. Darth Kydus kills Mara Jade. Finally, someone kills her. <laughs> Sorry, she was my least favourite character. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was... Yeah, that was the legacy of the Force trilogy. 
yeah, series. But it was just so badly done. And I think there wasn't much more they could do because they'd introduced aliens into the Empire again and again. And all these generals are coming forward out from the, you know, out of rim, whatever they call it. And it just, there wasn't much more they could do in the universe, really. And the thing is, when you think of it, it never got very politically based. Right. It, it kind of, it held off the politics. It just did a lot of war. I think it was after the prequels, some books of them got very political. Like the new Aftermath books and Bloodlines. Just very subtle politics. Because I know, you know, the prequels films, when he's a nephew, they, it totally goes over the head and I'm a grown up and I'm like, I work um, in a place that deals with governmental information and I'm, I still don't get half of it. So it's really like, it's, I don't know, they, they, they try to put more governmental things into it or, yeah, political things, sorry. Yeah. So what was your favourite, though, of the books? Um, I sort of... Well, I I love the Rogue Squadron mm. uh, series of books. Um, I very much like them. Mm. And um, they were about uh, Wedge Antilles and the Rogue Squadron. And so... Not only were they flying around in spaceships, but they were also doing land battles as well. Mm. And the the era that they were based around was all about um, the sort of final push against the Empire. It was all it was mostly about taking back Coruscant. Mm. And um, I, I really enjoyed those. And of course, um, of course, one of the um, characters in the storyline was also secretly a Jedi. And he got his own book off um, sort of in the middle of the series because I never quite finished the Rogue Squadron series. They just kept bringing out more and more books. I think once Michael J. Anderson came off... Kevin J. Anderson. Sorry, Kevin J. Anderson, sorry. Came off the series and there started to be other writers, I started to lose interest. Yeah, because like I said, different writers just yeah different different ways of writing and different things they want to focus on. Yeah, but um, I Jedi was a very good book. Yeah, and um, I did. I very much like the sort of um, the Thrawn trilogy, the mm. sort of Enter the Empire and Dark Force Rising, Last Command. Yeah, they were really good books. Um, uh, really loved the sort of Dark Empire comics. Mm. And um, yeah, I can't try to think. I can't remember any I didn't really like. I think with books, if you don't like them, you just kind of forget them. I'm stubborn. I'll just keep reading them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I mean, I would I read it to. I would read them to the end, but uh, I can't remember any books where I was like, "Oh, that was really awful." Mm. What about Phantom Menace. <laughs> I didn't read it. You bought it. Bought it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what was what was your favourite uh, book then? Probably like the courtship of Princess Leia, because it is, they really do capture the romance and the, because they're not, Han and Leia, it's five years after Return of the Jedi, that's always the basis of the books based after, um, and they're not together really, and she gets off with a marriage proposal by a prince, because she's a princess, and then he has to refight for her, and there's this, it's really cool, because reading it, they do capture the element of their relationship, and yeah, I'm trying to think, so that one. Obviously, I like the uh, the Thrawn series mm. because that was, you know, that was the one that kind of ignited, like, oh, my God, it's it's still Star Wars. It's still out there. Yeah. 
and well thinking about it I did like the Kevin J. Anderson ones because it based all around the Jedi Academy and then you had um, was it Kit Thurin the one that met Han Solo became the Jedi then he became he got turned to the dark side oh okay and they had was it the Star Crusher Star Crusher Sun Crusher Sun Crusher yeah something like that so so bad not doing research remembering the name (laughs) but that was like it was um yeah, yeah there's, that was one of the things that they kind of cherry-picked for Force Awakens. Mm. Uh, the Starkiller base was very much like the Sun Crusher. Yeah. Um, the whole idea that the uh, weapon was powered by the sun. Mm. I mean, there was also... Um, was it Centre Point Station? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, where they actually had a sun in the centre of it. Yeah, and it was this weird thing. I I do remember this one bit where they're traveling down in the elevators. Luke, the C three PO, and there's R two D two, and C three PO can tell that the light is dimming because of his um, his sensors, mm. his eye sensors can tell the the slight difference in light. For everybody else, it's just very bright. Mm. I think I did like yeah. So. The Jedi Academy. I did like the Black Freak Crisis. Yes, I like that one as well. Yeah. I think that's probably the last one you probably read in the, the timeline of it, because then it all went a bit awry, didn't it? Uh, we did read the... Um, was it the... Yeah. Uh, the Corillian. Yeah. Um, again, the kids get kidnapped. I think that was probably the, the later later ones that I read. Yeah. I never I never sort of read of when the kids were as adults. Yeah. I mean, I... It was, that was the thing, I, you know, like yourself, didn't really have the internet, but kind of kept up the storylines, you kept hearing what was happening. And God of, bless Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know. it just got too much, because, yeah, yeah so, I, I suppose now it's what, since Return of the Jedi, how many years is it? It's 34? Oh, God, it sounds like I'm, that, yeah, yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean if you look at the timeline now it's not that dissimilar to where they would be but because they actually went a hundred years into the history because I remember again I read about it online they do Luke Skywalker's great grandson okay. and he comes to him as a force ghost because I think he becomes a space pirate almost like Han Solo and he doesn't want to be involved with the force and his family's legacy oh okay and yeah, it's this sort of thing they really did keep going on and on because I can imagine there's all these people that want to carry on with the universe and do things, but it just it it really got too much. So it's I, I mean yeah. to do a thorough kind of podcast or anything like this, you know, the hell would be the fact is it just didn't really want to end. It's not all about happy endings, but it's just the whole thing where it just kept going because you know, and it wasn't there wasn't any kind of line of where it was going and when it was going to stop. Yeah. It just it just seemed to be kind of, um, you know, as you say, this whole, that it was all sort of around the, the Skywalkers and the Solos, mm. and they never seemed to catch a break. Mm. It seems every generation they were fighting some kind of war, mm. and they were either, you know, going to the light side of the Force or dark side of the Force... Yeah, and they say they never got a break, and then uh, I would say that makes the universe seem a lot smaller as well. Yeah. As there's you know 
That's nobody outside of these stories apart from. Yeah. But I sort of thought, do you remember the whole Clone Wars? We didn't know anything about them for a mm. long time. Yeah. And this is probably the, the innocence of not knowing what it was. I thought the Clone Wars where you were going to be cloned and you didn't know who was a clone. I didn't know there was an army of clones. Mm. Which, it was really interesting. We, you didn't know this whole history that you the writers weren't allowed to touch upon. Yeah. It's like, you know, because it's mentioned in the films several times. Yes. But you, you just don't know. So you, your brain has to go into overdrive. And... That's the thing, like, it's amazing these books, they didn't actually address anything about the, the Clone Wars and Anakin Skywalker. Well, they, the writers weren't allowed because, you know, Lucas said, you right, you couldn't do that because that was going to be his baby. Yeah. So they had to really make a whole universe not addressing what would have been the massive part of the universe when the Empire was made, the Republic fell. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, they did a really good job on it for when they kept it going, but then, you know... For reasons that be, whether it was a money money making thing or just, you know, too many, you know, people stirring the pot. I think it's like anything with Star Wars, uh, collecting wise, it's just got too much. Mm. So it was like with the figures, you got too much because there was like so many different variations of the same figure, mm. and you know you just can't collect everything. You can't read everything. Luke Skywalker on steroids. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The uh, 97 Power of the Force ones, yeah. yeah. Wow. Where he looked like he does on the uh, New Hope poster. Yeah. Where he's all They never up. sat well with me, like, he doesn't look like that. Yeah, that's a whole different issue. I don't know, but I mean, it was it was great to sort of see the Star Wars figures come back. Mm. And it was just at a time when uh, collecting Star Wars was big again. Mm. But, um, yeah, sort of... Um, to wrap things up, um, now that all these stories have gone into legend, yeah. um, and you're reading sort of the what's the official canon, mm. uh, are you enjoying reading those books? I think so because they you they, you know they're in line with the films, which is going to be like gospel basically. And, you know, it's really licensed to them. I don't know how they're setting up the writing because, you know, if you're given permission to write a book and a storyline you must follow, you can do anything else around it, but this is the storyline you must follow. I mean, who knows? But they are enjoyable. They're a lot, like I said, they're a lot more politically based than Star Wars ordinarily should be, you know. But then with the prequels, there was so much politics in it that it blew kids' minds. But, yeah, I do enjoy them. But then again, there is... There's a lack of the main characters in it because as the universe of the films expands, they're going to get young Han Solo, there's going to be young Kenobi, there's going to be a young Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And, you know, there's even talk about there's going to be a young Princess Leia. So there's all these, you know, things they can't touch upon. So they're making the universe expand, like all the politics and all these worlds coming in. Like, And it seems like looking, you know, on my Kindle, I get updates of books that are coming out. So they had the Canto Bite one. That's just literally come out because in conjunction with the film right. of um, The Last Jedi. So what's that book about? That's the Casino Planet. Oh, okay. Just telling you stories a bit. It's the, like the Moss Eisley version of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it will have the characters you saw in the film. It's, it's going to be like the Boba Fett effect. So one character you saw that had one line, they're going to have a whole book about it. <laughs> and it's going to be a whole history. He's going to have a brother. He's going to have a great a great granddad. It's just, yeah. you know. It's it, it's 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 kind of like the 
Legends Extended Expanded Universe, but it's going this way and it's going to have a film and story to go with it. Yeah. And like people will buy it and love it and enjoy it because you know the um, the Legends books they they weren't exactly the greatest book of fiction and it was all very nerdy niche reading. You couldn't exactly go to someone, have you read this? Because it wasn't, you know, great selling. I mean, there was... You, I don't, well, you, no, no, no. You, I, well, you got to remember, like, Air to the Empire, when it came out, that was, like, number one bestseller. Yeah, because was, a lot of people generally thought that was going to be the film... Yeah. That was going to be made into a film, because we had nothing. But, yeah. I mean, the film... But, I mean, there's, the first, there's, there's, there was a lot of books that were... Yeah. Uh, number number one bestsellers. There was there was quite a few that did make it. Yeah. I think it just as as it got bigger and bigger, mm. less people started reading them. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it just got too much. It just got too diluted. Yeah. I mean, I do recommend reading the new ones, but um, again, it's all you know. If you want to learn about what happens to get what happens with the films because it does feel like they're, they're all going for somewhere they're mm. doing something like the Bloodline books there's characters in there thinking damn you seem like a character they're going to use in the films or something or you're going to have a frame of reference in it like the guy that actually tells everyone that Leia is uh, Darth Vader's daughter you know he's a character that you kind of think they could use him if he, if he doesn't get killed and whatever happens to him this is a character they could use and certain there's like bad characters as well yeah you know well, let's hope he wasn't on one of those planets. Who knows? Who knows? Well, the good thing about the Bloodline storyline, it's, um, and they do mention it in uh, The Last Jedi, the, arm, the arms dealings yeah. in it, because Leia does go searching to find who's doing the arms dealing, and she finds this factory underneath a water planet. And when she goes to, like, you know, report it, it gets, it all explodes because they don't have any information. She can't have anything to prove on it afterwards. And then she starts the resistance because it's one of these little things that it connects to the Force Awakens, not yeah. straight after. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it was quite a few years in between. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the characters that was in the book actually dies in the Force Awakens on the planet that's exploded. Oh, okay. In the girl you see come forward and she's mixed race. Oh, really yeah. Pretty girl. Yeah. Because she has a scene that was deleted. She's actually quite a big, well, not big, she's a character in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, or well, if she got to do something instead of look up at uh, a red laser beam before yeah. it hit the planet. She had a line and then they delete it. Yeah. Uh, because it's where Leia's talking to her on the other planet, just sort of, you know. Yeah. Oh, so I think that's a good place to end it. No, carry on. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, you can find more of my work at uh, independentrunnings.com. Uh, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, uh, YouTube, and all good podcast providers. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> Just search Movie Heaven, Movie Hell. And please leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. It all helps. But don't follow me in person because it's freaky. So uh, that just leaves me to thank <laughs> our guest, Antonia. Thank you for coming on. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. And uh, please join us for the next episode of Movie Heaven, Movie Hell. <laughs>